many of you may have experienced what I did growing up, that uh, it was a law mentality where there were, uh, you're supposed to make yourself be a righteous person by conforming to an outward set of standards. By uh, It wasn't necessarily putting this back under the law of Moses, but it was uh, if you conform to this the list of things to do and not to do, then you'll be a, a good in God's eyes. You'll be a righteous person if you conform to this list of things to do and not to do. And uh, I grew up in that type of environment. It didn't teach me to not sin. It just taught me don't get caught doing the things on the list. Uh, Galatians 2 has something to say about this. Knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, but by the faith of Jesus Christ, even we have believed in Jesus Christ that we might be justified by the faith of Christ and not by the works of the law. For by the works of the law shall no flesh be justified. It goes on down here. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me, and the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not frustrate the the grace of God. For if righteousness come by the law, then Christ is dead in vain. Now the law of Moses was a perfect law. It listed right and wrong, and the, but it didn't teach you how not to not to sin. It didn't teach you how to. Uh, it didn't teach you how to uh, put away ungodly lusts. I mean, it said, "Well, this is this is this is a sin," but it didn't tell you how. It didn't give you any power to do that. That's but the message this morning in uh, Titus 2.11 for the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men teaching us that in denying ungodliness and worldly lusts we should live soberly righteously and godly in this present world the law didn't tell us how to do that it didn't give us the power to do it we were uh, that was the environment I grew up in and I've experienced if I set rules for myself we'll do this and don't do that it's kind of like I'm putting myself back under the, the the law. It wasn't it wasn't the keeping of a set of standards from the law that made us righteous. And I'm so I've experienced this in my myself that it's the grace of God that teaches us and gives us ability to deny ungodliness and worldly lusts. That is what gave me the power to overcome sinful habits that I had maintained all my life. So uh, I'm very thankful for your uh, for your sermon, Brother Robert. Amen. I don't know if other people have had the same experience that they could testify about the grace of God teaching them to deny ungodly lusts. But uh, I thought it was very, very good, very, very good encouragement. Did any of the brethren have other thoughts or uh, scriptures? Or I thank God for teaching grace. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's not a 
it's not an earthly concept. I mean, that doesn't yeah. make sense to the mind of the flesh. They would think of grace like overlooks and this sort mm -hmm. of thing. But grace, the grace of God is instructive because yeah. it's, a, it's part of God's nature. Mm -hmm. and, and here's where the how-to part comes in. The how-to is it written in the is it written in the text of Scripture? Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. this is a living connection that we have That's right. with Christ. We do creation. Yeah has a living associated with joined to the Lord as one spirit. Now this is the how to mm -hmm. factor. He teaches you how to do how how to do these things. Yeah. And the spirit, he's a teacher that teaches you mm -hmm. how to do things. Mm -hmm. The grace of God teaches you how to do things. Mm -hmm. This is this is wonderful because yeah. see it it goes deeper it goes deeper than just in your ear. Yeah. It goes down into your spirit and it like it, be, it becomes a form of spiritual intuition. Mm -hmm. You recognize, so to speak, on the fly. You recognize what's of God, what isn't of God, mm -hmm. what you should do, what you should not do. It's, it's uh, you don't carry a manual along with you. See, it's a different kind of, but how glorious it is! How mm -hmm. glorious it is! That's why in our in our assemblies and in our mm -hmm. private lives, we want to teach things and think on things and make us sensitive to this mm -hmm. inner teacher. I thank God for this message. It's wonderful. Amen. In uh, Luke chapter 2, verse 12, it's, I'm going to take a bit of a verse. It's talking about when you're, when you're uh, persecuted and brought to court to answer for your righteous life, you're persecuted for the faith of Christ. It says, take no thought how you, how or what thing you shall answer or what you shall say, for the Holy Ghost shall teach you in that same hour what you ought to say. Well, I want to focus on that. The Holy Ghost shall teach you. We have the law of God, but now it's written in us. And so it's a, a standard that's in us. We can compare instantly. We know if that's right or wrong. And we have the Holy Ghost teaching us. It's not, I don't believe it's, we're getting new revelation from God like the apostles. But the, uh, you have an inner voice that will help you discern what's good and what's bad, what would be holy and what would be unholy. Well, are there more comments, Sister Heather? Uh, Brother Bob reminded us that it is possible to live in this evil world um, and yet be holy like Noah in the days that he lived. That's right. And and I never really realized that it is the grace of God who, who is, um, who God is using, or it is the grace that God is using to chasten us. Um, and I found this verse in Hebrews 12 that says, For whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth, mm -hmm. and scourgeth every son whom he receives. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, it does also say down in verse 11, Now no chastening for the present seemeth to be joyous, yeah. But of a grievous, but nevertheless, afterward it yieldeth the peaceable fruit of righteousness yeah. unto them which are exercised thereby. And it yeah. says a lot in Hebrews 12. And mm -hmm. it just brought me a lot of joy to think of the times that I have been chastened and I have experienced this, that um, it's, it's because I am a child of God and He is correcting me to make me holy. Mm -hmm. And I just really appreciate this message. It's given me a lot yes. of insight. Amen. Amen. Amen.
Brother Justin. Yeah, this is the kind of preaching that is sorely needed in our day. It's like a just a straight proclamation of the truth of Jesus Christ. And, and uh, that, you know, just simple things like obedience to the Lord and the consequences of that, uh, they're just not, this, these are things that just aren't proclaimed in the day that we live in. This is a very, very good, very good message. And uh, I'm praying that there will be more preachers and teachers like this that declare these things to the people of God. Amen. We do have God's Word written down. And as we read it, we look into it and see uh, what God's will is, what His, what He loves, what He hates, what, what He desires for us. It says, God resisteth the proud, but giveth grace unto the humble. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. If I'm prideful and think I can do things on my own without God or whatever it is that against God, he's going to resist that. But if, I'm, if I humble myself before him, then he will give me grace. Mm-hmm. That's just a thing I found pretty marvelous. Are there more uh, comments, brethren? This is very good. I'm glad for the grace that we have that teaches us to deny ungodly lusts. Well, we have a song for the Lord's Supper with Sister Samara and then Brother Justin with a meditation for the Lord's table.